Viter in Shas, we are in Davtes, picking up on Chesama Beis, by the bottom of the page. Four lines up from the bottom, the very last words. We're in the middle of a back and forth over here that we're learning from different drushes, different words, understanding different things. And we, we had mentioned how Rebbe learned out that a tzara is going to be uh, usher to go out and marry to a, uh, if, it's, if it's connected to Achos, Isha, through the words Ulukacha, Vibma. So the question is, what does he do with the word Aleha? What does he do with it? He needs it for the following Brisa. Listen carefully, we've got a Brisa who's going to mention a bunch of different carbonas de gazachen, and uh, we're going to see from here what he holds of the word Aleha. He needs it for the following. Rashi explains he's talking about something here known as a par hal ha, ha, par halim davar shel tzibor, and that is that if Sanhedrin make a mistake in halacha, and the rove of Kalalis will follow it, and they obviously they're doing it, but shogig they had no idea they, they told him to do it. Then Sanhedrin has to bring a carbon called a par halim davar shel tzibor, a, a par that is for it's a chatas which is brought for the tzibor. Not everybody has to bring it; only they have to bring it. This is on something that Ella Alzdavish says, don't know Karis. If this was done b'mezid, if a yachid would do this b'mezid, they would get Karis. V'shigigas v'chatas, and only b'shogig, they did a b'shogig, they mechaya v'chatas, that's when they have to bring that. V'chein ha-moshiach. So too is Allah when it comes to the coin of Mashiach, that means a coin gadol. That he goes out and he makes a mistake in Allah that he figures out. He comes to Allah and he makes a mistake with that. Then he has to bring a par coin Mashiach. And that is also only in the case of if someone were to do this intentionally, they would get kares. And if we did it unintentionally, they would be doing a chatos. Then um, also they would bring what's called, that's called the par coin hamashiach. Beep, turn the page. Testament Aleph. Velo ba'avodas kuchavim. And similarly again, if the Sanhedrin, they bring out a, a psak. And this psak is, has, is in reference to avodas zara. And by through their psak, they cause the, the rove of Klaiso to do avodas zara, b'shogeg. Then what ends up happening, they go and they bring a, uh, another type of, of a tzibor dika zach that um, you have over there. It's, there's a par as an ola and a sayer for a chatas. Right, so Rashi says, Except when, What falls into that category? Says Rashi, If a person goes in, they shecht an animal to bring us in a vodazara, or they burn the animal for a vodazara, or they do nisachim, libations for the vodazara, or they bound down to it, then in such a case, um, that is going to be a problem, that a person is going to be chayev, Zdono of the on purpose, like with Karis and Shigiga, is going to be Shogeg is going to be a chatas. Avam chabek umenashek. If someone goes in and they hug the avodazara, they kiss it. Lo, then not. V'hach Joshua. This Joshua is me'alea nafka kedemefarish azil. It's from alea, like we're going to explain now. Utenan. I mean, we learned to the Mishnah also in Harios. It says the following: Kom mitzvah shabatoyah shachayv mazono karis. Anyone said the Torah that we did it on purpose, b'mezid would be karis. While she goes to chatas, then yochid mevi kisva o seira. An individual brings a kesev, a kesev or a seir. Nasi, maybe Sayer. If it's a Nasi that did it, he has to bring a Sayer. 
Moshiach or Beisdin, <clears throat> if it's the Moshiach, I mean the coin of Moshiach, or Beisdin, they go and they make, in their matzav, then maybe in par, they have to bring a par, and that's again a par home Dovish of Sibor, or par Moshiach, and they make a mistake of then what's the den? Yachid, Nasi, Moshiach, maybe in Seira, Sibor, maybe in par, Visair, par Ola, par is brought as an Ola, Visair, Lechatas is brought as a Chatas. Now, break it down where we get this from. How do we know all these halachas? We learned in the price of Vinoda Chatos, which says, this is talking about when Kalalisol, Rov Kalalisol, makes a mistake, right, that they were told to do, then Vinoda Chatos, when it becomes known that which they did, Rabbi Yomer, he says, what? Nema, we have the word Aleha over here, right? Don't forget what we were doing. We have the word Aleha. Rabbi Yomer, Nema, Aleha, Kan Aleha. We have the word Aleha. Venema, Lahalan, Aleha. And we have the word Aleha, which comes by the, by Eishas, Achos Isha. Achos Isha, the sister of the wife. So, Ma Lahalan, just like over there. So we have a Gezer Shava now. It says, just like over there, where we have by the, by the wife, the wife's sister, Darvish Achayev Mel's Donukares. The Pasuk is talking about that if someone goes and does it bizadum b'mezid, then they're going to be chayev karis by being involved with arayas. Val shigigaso chatas and shogi is be chayev achatas. Now take note. Tosas points out that we're dealing, we're trying to figure out how they know that if it's b'shogi it's a chatas. We know that straight out the Pasuk says that if you do b'mezid you're going to get karis. But we're trying to figure out the shogi is chatas. But the point is we're going to learn that right now. Afkan so too what we're talking about when the when Klaiso makes a mistake davar shechayev mazdono karis val shigigaso chatas. So that's what he does with the word Aleha. Says the Gemara. We had a lot of statements brought down in the Bryce over there. How do we learn out the other halachas that we brought down in the Bryce? Askun, Sibor. So we found out how we understand that if there's a Sibor, that what they have to do, they have to bring a Chatas in order to, to as a Kapuri, as a Kapara. For if they did something which would be a Kares, Mashiach Minalan, how do we know if it's Kohen Mashiach makes a mistake in his own ruling? A Kohen God makes a mistake that he has to go bring a par Mashiach. Mashiach which as Rashi points out means La'ashmasa means Klomer Ashmaso Ki'ashmasibor. His Asham is like the Asham of a Tzibor. Hare Mashiach Kitzibor. So we learn out that he's just like the Tzibor in reference to the idea of bringing a Chatas. So just like the Paralim Dovashil Tzibor is brought only if it's going to be a Karis Matzav. Did it to be a Karis? So too, when you have a Kar Mashiach, he's going to bring his par if it ends up being something that would have been B'mezid a Chatas. Yochid v'nasi, what about an individual or a nasi? Where do we learn them out from? There are lachos asya mitzvos mitzvos. We have a gazer shava of mitzvos mitzvos. We have the word mitzvos, which is found by the chatos, which is brought for klal yisrael of the zeparim davishot sibor. We have the word mitzvos that comes up also when you have a nasi goes ahead and he does something which he couldn't do. We also have the word mitzvos, which comes up by an individual. So therefore, making gazer shava that teaches the same idea. If it's b'meizid, it would be kares, and b'shogeg would be and would be chatos. On the very top of the page, we had mentioned the concept of Veloba Vodas Kuchavim. El Al Davar Shechayev Mosdono Karsa Shigaso Chatas. And also, the base is not going to have to be Chayev in the case of Vodas Zara, where Kaisa made a mistake, unless it's something which is Chayev Mosdono. We did be amazed at and it's Shigigav Bechatas, which Rashi pointed out. What did we say that was? That means a Zivuach Vikitar Venisach, and third Rashi, third line on the top, Vishtachavaya. But if you hugged it and kissed it, then not. And that we learn out from Allah. 
Now we break it down. The Seaboy of Klaisel, majority of them go and they do it because the, the, the Sanhedrin made a mistake in some ways of Odazara. How do we know that that's going to be the day? Yalaf, me'ene, me'ene. We have a Gezerah Shava, me'ene, me'ene. Rashi says, Mipar Helem Davar. Pasuk says, By Par Helem Davar, Shil Seaboy, Venelem Davar, me'ene, Ekahal. And the thing was hidden from the eyes of the Seaboy. In other words, they did it by accident. And we have by Klaliso, it says, Right, And we have over there, so it comes along to teach you that if you have Pyrelum Dover Shil Sibor, that also they have to go and they have to bring this shtickle if it's done intentionally, uh, unintentionally, which if it would have been intentionally, then it would have been Chayev Kares. I think this is my bar mitzvah parsha, even though I probably just read the wrong pasuk. But okay, anyway, that's that. All right, now yachid nasi umashiach. If you have an individual that does it again, if it's something which would have been intentionally curious and mishog, and if it's done mishogeg, then it would be a chatos. So it says yachid nasi umashiach. Where do we learn this from? It says a pasuk may v'im nefesh achas, which means that if an individual person does this, and that the pasuk is. Um, Oh, that's the one that I quoted, the Pasuk. That's the actual one straight up over there. All these are individual people, therefore they're, they're included in this type of idea. Vav Mosif al-Inyan Rishon, the Vav adds on from the previous statement, and then we learn out the later Pasuk, from that which was the previous Pasuk. What in the world are we talking about over here? That we have a Pasuk that's talking about Avodah Zarah by a Yachid, says the Pasuk, V'im Nefesh Achas. And the fact that it's saying V'im Nefesh Achas means it's connecting it to the previous Pasuk, which is talking about the idea of a, uh, if, if, if the Tzibur was doing Avodah Zarah. That's in Pasuk Chavav. The Pasuk says, Bishgaga. So you're talking about the entirety of it. And then the very next pasta comes and says that, um, where are you? That, and we know that that's what it's talking about over here. And we learned the later one of an individual from the previous one which is the Tzibor. So to sum up what just happened over here is that we come out at the end of the day that every matzav which is going to have a um, kares if done intentionally is going to end up being a chatas if it's done unintentionally. And that is learned from, by Rabbi from the word aleha from the, the story of Yibam. Vurabanan, what are they going to learn all this stuff from? They learn out from Alea something else. All the a whole shtickle which is dealing with just with Yibam and the sister of the of your of a person's uh, uh, wife's sister. Hi, Savari Minalahu. Where do they know that a person who does something bishogeg uh, is going to be chatos if it's a matzav? If they would have done it amazed that it would have been karis. Where do they learn out that principle? How do they know that it's going to be chatos in a case where it's going to be a kares if it's done intentionally? He learns it out, something that um, Rabbi Yoshua taught his son. It says about a pasuk which is talking about a yachin, individual does have orazara, that Torah achas yelechem, there's one Torah that'll be for you, somebody does something bishogeg. This is not talking about a particular thing. This is talking about any mitzvah that someone goes ahead and goes against. Rashi says, Le'inyan carbon ksev. This is talking about in the area of a carbon. Got a bach on the scene. 
All the Torah is compared. All of the Torah is compared to the carbon of Oros Kochavim. What does it say? So it says, Torah and it's talking about someone who does and it's a bishogeg any avera, and we have the next pasuk. It says viha nefesh asher taase biad rama. Someone does something biad rama, which means wow, with a, a literally means a high hand. In other words, you're doing something which is going into Kodesh Baruch, which is referencing the idea of a vurizara. And the fact that we go and we learn out one for the next, therefore we say the following: Hukshe kolatara kula levodus kochavim. We make a hekesh of all the Torah tevodus kochavim. Ma levodus kochavim we know by vurizara davish chayav malav als dono kares. It's something which is. If you do a bemezid, you're going to be chayev kares. Avkol, so too, when it talks about all the other mitzvahs, uh, mitzvahs in Torah, people go against. Darish chayev malz donu kares. Vashigigos chatos. You're going to be chayev chatos. Ashkechon says the Gemara. Okay, so Ashkechon yachid v'nasi u'mashiach. This is talking about individuals, and we get it. Beim b'avodas kochav and beim b'shar mitzvahs that they're going to be. If it's something bemezid, right, then it's going to be kares. And for b'shogeg, it's going to be chatos. How do we know that Sibor is going to be Chayav? It's going to be the same you know, criteria. The Pasuk says, Vim Nefesh, like we saw before. It says, Vim Nefesh. And if a person, and so since it starts with the Vav, we compare. Vilmod Elion, the top Pasuk, Mitachlam from the bottom Pasuk. We learn up to learn that if it was the, the community did it, something that would be done by Mesa, it would be Chayav Akaris, Bishogig would be Chayav Achatas. Now that's in terms of Urazara. El Tsibar Bashar Mitzos Minalan, how do we know by other mitzos? Yalaf me'ene me'ene, to learn out to other mitzos as well. Comes out at the end of this that really the Chachamim, the Rabbanim, and Rebbe are maskim to the fact that we learn out different chatos from one another, and they have the Gzir Shavav me'ene me'ene, and they, they have the Vava Chibor. They all learn a beautiful concept. The only Machlokas is where the beginning point of everything is. Rebbe says that it starts off from Aleha Aleha. And that's how we learn out the concept of that the that the par of Helam Dovishot Sibor is connected to Aleh Aleh to Kares when it comes to the sister uh, your wife's one's wife's sister. And then it goes and continues on one to the next. But the Chachamim, they learn how to lay a laugh or something else just within Yibum. So then they say it starts off from the from the individual doing over the Zara, which also has idea with reference connected to Kares. And then they start the whole shtickle and they continue on. Question is, what's Rebbe going to do with the Pasukim Nefesh Achas Sechata Bishgaga? Right? How does he under What does he do with that? Wrong Pasuk. Well, what I mean is, sorry. What does he do with the Pasuk Torah Achas Yelechem Lo Sebishgaga, which was a starting point of the Rabbanon, where they started the whole shtickle? What does he do with that Pasuk if he knows his starting point is Aleh Aleh? Says, Hi, Torah Achas, my Avadle, what does he do with it? And these are for the following Baisa. There is something known as an irani dachas. Irani dachas is if you have a majority of a city that gets involved in doing avodah zara. Then what ends up happening? Bad news. There's a different onesh for if they do it as, as irani dachas, or a majority do it, or if an individual does it. So we see the fisham and see the shechilek akasap and yechidim lerubim. There's a, a difference between if it's individuals or merubim, rov of a city, yechidim beskila. We know that a yachid who does avodah zara and they did it intentionally, then what happens to them? 
they and there's obviously we're talking about a case of here. We said we said that it's going to be karis, but when there's when there's witnesses and the whole shtickle, then what happens? They get killed through skila, through stoning. Lefikach mamonam palate. Therefore, we don't go out and destroy their their property. Also, this is a gemara in Sanhedrin. It's more intense. Therefore, since they get a more intense punishment, the property doesn't get destroyed. Merubim beside, but if you have a majority of the people that are there that are doing a vodazara, then they get sayaf, which means we chop off their heads. Less intense, although it sounds pretty intense to me, but less intense than skila. Therefore, their property is 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 lost, is destroyed. You don't think that you go ahead and you have different karban. No, so they did it. One Torah applies to them that uh, Rashi says, Ein chalukim mitores yachid, elo rov Yisrael, o kulon, kidichsev v'im emeine ya'eda, aval b'nei ir achas yichidem him. And what you end up bringing is one shteko, which is going to be chatas. So Rashi is pointing out that if it would be one individual or it would be an irinidachas, that it's considered like yichidem and they bring the chatas. But if it's rov Yisrael, or Kulan, or Kalal Yisrael, majority of Kalal Yisrael, then that's a different story of Par Helam Dovish of Tzibor. Frank the Gemara, now hold on one second. You're saying, Maskev Lerav Chilkiya Me'agronia. He comes and he asks the following. Taimid the Kosovo Achmona Torah Chasi Yelachem. We just said in Abraisa that the reason that you have an irony dachas, that goes to death of an azara, b'shogeg, that they're going to go ahead and bring a chatas, is because the Potsuk says, Torah achas yilachem. You have one Torah, according to them, meaning it's all one halacha. Halavachi, that it means to say that if that, if that wouldn't be the case, have I mean a nachlok, I would say that there would be a difference in what carbon they brought. We know a yachid means a chatas, and then if it would be more than a yachid, it would be a rove of a, of a particular city, that there would be a different carbon that they bring, but... Seems like we don't need that pasuk in order to learn that because my lacy. What exactly would they have brought? Like what? What are, what are our options over here? Lacy par. You would have thought they may bring a par, but sibor bishar mitzvosudamaisu. That is what a sibor would bring. You wouldn't say to bring that because that wouldn't be any different. Again, what we're trying to do over here is we would have thought that since the sibor that ends up making the mistake, they have a different punishment. Their punishment is going to be. With Sayyaf, even though Yachid's going to be with Skila, so therefore you think that maybe they did it unintentionally, they should have a different one. So what exactly would they have brought? If you're going to say they're going to bring a par, that's Sibor B'Shar Mitzvah That's by other mitzvahs. Not when it comes to Avodah that's what they would bring. So then it has to be something different than that. Kispa, if you want to say they should bring a kev, a, a, kesa, a, a, a lamb, a, a female lamb, Yachid B'Shar Mitzvah That is by a Yachid who goes against the other mitzvahs besides Avodah would bring that. Sayyir, if you want to say bring a Sayyir, that's a Nasi B'Shar Mitzvah That's going to be by a Nasi who does other things besides Besides, outside of Rizara, they would bring that. Par le ola, v'sari le chatas. You want to say maybe you should bring a par for it as an ola, and a sari le chatas, but that's the case of a tzibor, about vodas kechavim, who the maisi, that's when you have a tzibor, like we said, if the Sanhedrin make a mistake and then Klaus ends up doing something with an avodah zara, they did a b'shogeg, then that's what they're going to bring. So, you want to say that they maybe should go bring a si'ira, which is a female goat. That is the what a yachid brings as his karban. So, wouldn't be the same thing. So there is no, no new thing. There's no such of carbon that we would thought that the irinidachas could bring from avodah zara. So you wouldn't have needed to even say the, uh, the, 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 the idea that there is Torah Chas. 
Obviously, there's Torah Chas because nothing else that could have been brought. So it's Gemara, no Itzrech. Still, it's necessary we have to say it. And you know why? I'll tell you why. Sakadakhmi, I would have thought. Since if you'd be dealing with a tzibor, and that is that you have, so the hands are making a mistake with something to do with a vodazar, and they tell them what to do, and the majority of do it. And now they're going to bring a pile of olav, a sar lechatas. In unami, naisu ifcha. If we have to have a different type of carbon, so then let them bring the same type of carbonus, but in Unami, they should bring them, but Ifcha, but in the opposite way, meaning that he should bring a goat for an Ola and a par for a chatas. Inami or Tsarich Ve'enlo Takana. Another answer is that really they would have to bring their own type of Shtikot Torah for the Irani Dachas, but they, we have nothing set up to actually do. So therefore, Kamash Milan comes to sell us the Torah Chas. That they bring the same thing that an individual brings by Vodazara. I want to wish a mazel tov to everybody that's made it so far, because right now we just started the Gemara and Dav Gimel base that brought us all the way to Dav Tess, uh, towards the bottom, um, that's explaining the whole shtickle when it comes to Allah. We are now finished with the Allah, and I'm looking forward for anyone writing up a sikum of all the different possibilities, or different pshatim of what the word Allah is doing over there, uh, whether it's coming to discuss the concept of a asay, dochalosa say in reference to kares or not, or different halachas that are coming forward from it. Rav Gavajimah.com, looking forward to hearing from you. All right, now back to the Tesvav, the 15 women, right, that are going to go ahead and ponder the tsaros from doing chalitza and yibam. Amar Levi Rebbe. Levi says Rebbe, my area the tani chameshesrei. Why is it that we wrote only fifteen? You say there's fifteen women that are going to ponder the tsaros from chalitza and yibam. You should have said that there are sixteen. Rebbe does not take this sitting down. Amarle says back to him, It seems to me that he has no brain in his head. Wawawiwa. Important to know, Levi is a Talmud of Rebbe. So he's given him some pretty intense muster over him. Before him speak out that they would, uh, they would, the Talmud always listen to the, when the Rebbe would give a muster and try to understand how intense the muster was, how much they have to be careful in terms of their drushes and uh, how off they were. So he says back, you know, he says to him, so my daitach, what, what exactly were you thinking when you wanted to say this is 16th? What did you want to add in? Clearly you wanted to add in emo anusas aviv. You must be talking about a case of a man's mother who was raped by his father, but they were never actually married. And then what Adap Rashi says is that then this woman who ends up marrying this guy's brother from his father, and then he ends up dying without any children and falls before her own son to do Yibam. So again, you have Ruvain, uh, it was is Ma'anes uh, Shaniqua, and then they have a child named uh, uh, Shimon, okay? Now, what ends up happening is that Shimon, uh, Ruvain uh, ends up marrying somebody else and has a kid named uh, Yehuda. So now Shimon and Yehuda are brothers. Shimon came from a woman who was raped by her father. And now uh, th- this woman, Shaniqua, ends up marrying, I think we said Yehuda, and then Yehuda dies. And now this woman falls to Shimon, who happens to be her son. Is that the case you're talking about? This case that we just described, Emo, Anusas Aviv, his mother, who is raped from the father, this goes back to the Dal. Remember we discussed if a man rapes a woman 
Can that man's son be with the woman or not? That's a machlokis, Rabbi Yehuda, and the Chachamim. And also the opposite. If a son, if a, ma- if a, if a boy, let's just say a man, rapes a woman, can the father be with that woman or not? That was a machlokis. And we saw Rabbi Yehuda said that, that the answer is no. A father is not allowed to be with a son's, his son's with a woman that his son was with, even if they weren't married, and his son can be with one that even they're married. Chum say not like that. Say they can be. There was a whole shtickle about kenaf aviv. It only has to be only if they're married. And if they're not married, then it's not a problem. They can do such a thing. But the point is that's a machlokas. Since it's a machlokas, at the best case scenario, uh, and there is an opinion out there that says. Uh, that it's not able to happen. So therefore, in the case we just described, when a man rapes a woman and then they have the child, and then that man has another child, since that other child can't be with that woman in the first place, it'll never be that the woman will then fall to her own son because she was never with this uh, the, the, this half-brother of her son. So the So he says, Our Bishop doesn't talk about things that are that are subject to machlokas. Is that really true? Villo, where we don't, our Mishnah doesn't talk about any cases where there's a machlokas. The Hare Isser Mitzvah, Isser Kedusha, which we know is the Pligi Rabbi Akiva of Rabbanon, Vikatani, and it's in a Mishnah. There's a Mishnah coming up on Daf Chaf, which is going to be dealing with these in Yanam known as Isser Mitzvah and Isser Kedusha. That are, these are things which are Chayve Lavin and Arayas Midrabanan. Uh, take a look at Rashi, we threw it. And Steig, but the point is that we still see that this brought in a Mishnah, it's a Machlokas. What are you doing with that? They have the Machlokas over there. It's clearly it's there. No, the Pirkin communion. We're talking about our Perik. We don't have, in, in our Perik, in this Mishnah we brought down, none of them have any Machloksim. Veha, ay, but we know in our Perik itself, we say that coming up on Daf Yud Gimel, there actually is a Machlokas. Veha, Beshamay Matirinus Atzaros Laachin. Bishami matir all of them. Matir and Satoris Lachan and Basil Osrin. So we see some Machlokas Bisham Basil is going to come on top of Yud Gimel. That really Bishami don't agree to all this concept when we said that the, if it's an Erev then it's Pater, then she's Pater from, from, from Yibim Chalitza and therefore all the mm, Tsaras are also. And it says that Bishami doesn't hold to that. He says Tsaras are going to be, can do Yibim Chalitza. And so the Gemara, Bishami Makom Basil in a Mishnah. What are you talking about? As we've seen a few times, Baruch Hashem. Saw this back in, uh, and we saw in Brachos and Beitza. When it comes to the idea of Beisham Beisilel, Beisham is not even considered a uh, Mishnah over here. So therefore, that's not called a Machlokas. I believe another one, Vahare Eishis Achiv Shalohoya Ba'olamo. Case number 14 in our Mishnah. Eishis Achiv Shalohoya Ba'olamo. Let me just remind you of what that was. We have uh, Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi. Okay, Ruvain, Shimon, and Levi are all brothers, but Levi's not alive yet. So Ruvain and Shimon are brothers, and... Uh, the, Reuven goes ahead and he marries Sarah. Okay, good. So Reuven marries Sarah. Who makes Reuven And then Reuven dies. There's no kids. I'm just in the Masifta way back on Bayes and Bayes just to spell out the case over here. So I'll say it out instead of reading like this. Reuven and Shimon are brothers. Reuven's married to Sarah. Reuven dies. And then Sarah goes and falls to Shimon to do Yibam. And then afterwards, after Shimon goes and gets married to to Sarah, then Nola, they have a new brother that comes into the picture. That's Levi. Levi cannot marry the wife <clears throat> of Ruvain. Why? Because Ruvain, the whole hector of Eishas Ach is only if they're around at the same time. Since they weren't around at the same time, therefore, she, Levi can never marry Sarah. So now, if Shimon, who ended up marrying Sarah, and um, 
he then goes ahead and he marries another woman named Rivka, let's say, and then he dies. Now these two women fall to Levi. The, 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 we know since Sarah was the wife of Reuven, the older brother, the one who had died before he was born, and therefore it still has an Isra of Eishas Ach, therefore there's no Chalichas, no Yibam, and therefore also it's Pote Rivka, the other one that got married from Sarah's Erva. Okay, that is the case of Eishas Achiv Shalohaya Ba'olamo. Yet that case is still brought up. According to Rabbi Shimon, in such a case that we just described, Levi Taka would be able to go ahead and be involved in this matzav and marry Shimon's wife, who was the former wife of Ruvain. So we see it's a machlokas over there. And just come there's a machlokas in that case. But what are we talking about? We're talking about Benolad Uba Sof Yibem. The case that we just described was talking about the fact where Levi was only born after Shimon already married Ruvain's wife, though when Ruvain had passed away. But if it would be a different type of case of, let's say, that Levi were born in between, meaning Ruvain died, Levi's then born, and then only then Shimon marries, in such a case, there he, would, um, he wouldn't argue. That's why he wouldn't argue that he's not allowed to go ahead, low polygram Shimon, he wouldn't be allowed to be part of this whole matzav, and therefore... Um, he wouldn't be allowed to marry if Shimon then died, Sarah, mm-hmm. or Rivka, who was the new wife, they would be off the hook. So if we see there is the Machlokas over there, in that case at least. He argues in that case also. He was knocked off as well. So we don't care about that, and therefore there's at least a case where there's the Machlokas, and back to the original thing, as for why uh, Rebbe went so hard on Levi when he tried to attempt to bring in a case, which is a Machlokas. Is this really true? You're telling me we're not dealing with any sort of machluksim? That's what's going on. But we're going to see right now, based off a of Mishnah coming up later, that they're actually that actually we see that our Mishnah does deal with the case of a machlokas with a woman that's born from a um, sorry a case of Aisha's achiv shalohaya ba'olamo, the case where the Levi isn't yet born. We're going to see that does come up in the machlokas. We have a Mishnah coming up on Chavav Ahmed Aleph. The beginning of a parak actually that starts that that discusses a particular case which in order to understand we have to get a little bit of background. We're going to talk about a case of where you have four brothers, Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, and Reuven and Shimon are married to two sisters, Rachel and Leah. And then what happens is Reuven and Shimon die, and now Rachel and Leah fall to Shimon and Levi, Levi and Yehuda. The Mishnah there gives a bunch of different cases. The last one is the one we're going to focus on, but let me just give you the basic buildup. It's like this. Reuven, Shimon are dead. Levi, Yehuda, now each one has to do Yibam. Now there's something called Zakuk. Zakuk means they, they become stuck to them. That means that Rachel and Leah can't just go out into the world. They have to do either Yibam or Chalitza. So let's go with only one of the brothers for a second. So the third brother, Levi. Levi has to do either Chalitza or Yibam to Rachel and, or, and, and, and to uh Leah also. Now remember, they're sisters, Rachel and Leah. They're sisters. But although they're sisters, they weren't married to the same person, so they're not called Saras one to the next. But at the same time, since Levi is Zakuk to each one of them, so if he goes ahead and he does Yibam on one of them, then it's like a case of uh, Eishas... Because the, the Zakuka, the, the Zakika, the, the fact that they're attached to each other is like they're married, and therefore you're not allowed to marry your wife's sister. Therefore, you have to do Chalitza on both of them. 
And the same thing is with the fourth brother, Yehuda, right? Because Yehuda also has the same matzah that's going on. Then we have different cases that arise. And one of the cases that comes up and says that what would be, though, if it would be that Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda, Reuven, Shimon, die, Levi is married to someone else, and Yehuda is married to someone else. And Levi's mother-in-law is Rachel, and Yehuda's mother-in-law is Leah. So then that means that Levi can't be with Rachel anyway because she's an erva, and therefore he can do Yibam or Chalitza to Leah. And the same is the opposite with Yehuda. He can't be with Leah because it's his mother-in-law, so therefore there's no Zakuka anymore. There's, they're not Zakuk one to the next, so therefore he can do Yibam or Chalitza to Rachel. And now the statement that's made in the Mishnah is that you could find all of our 15 cases can be one of the states of how they are in erva to one to next. We said about mother-in-law, but it could be all of them can actually be applied over here. And that's the statement we're going to talk about now. That the one that's Asr to this one is going to be Mutter to the other one, right? It's it's, it's Asr because it's his mother in law, but it's Mutter to the other one. And Vasur Lazem, Mutter Lazem. The Achosa, Shehi Yevimto, Yevimta, Choletza Semisabemis. And the other one, which is now his actual Yevama, is now you can do Chalitz on her or do Yibim on her. Now, there's three ways we understand what this means with this statement over here that uh, Rav Chia said. Um, that we said, Rav Yehuda Amar Rav V'chein Tani Rav that all of them you can do such a thing. Three ways. Number one is Rav Yehuda Matargem. He says Mechamos Ve'elech. He says it only goes from the case of mother-in-law and on, not from the case before that. Aval Shita Babi Derish Deresha Lo. But the first six cases that are mentioned in the Mishnah, um, those cases, just take a look over there. They are not included in this rule that. That we said with all of them, we say that that if it's us to this one, but to that, and us to this one, but to that. We don't say it from those cases. Why? My time. What's the reason? Kevin debito beon beonsin mishkachas benisuin lo mishkachas la benisuin kamari beonsin lo kamari. Since the very first case is talking about a daughter that was born because a man raped a woman and then had a daughter over there, since that's the only case we're talking about, but it's not talking about a daughter comes through marriage. And we know that what, when we're saying the Benisuin Kamari, the mission that we brought up is dealing with marriage, and it's not dealing with going, getting, going through rape, therefore we don't go with the first six cases. That's one way of understanding it. Afbito. He says, no, that Rav Chia is also including the daughter, Manu Saso, even if it was someone that came by raped. Kevin, why? Kevin, since Taka, you can find a case that you could fill it in, that it would be mutter with this one, also with that one. Right? So either way, it works out. If we need to say we're dealing with a case with coming from a daughter who was raped, then we'll say. And if it needs to be a case through coming through marriage, then we'll say in that case. But the bottom line is all these cases can be included in this rule of Rav Chia. And then we have... Aval Aishis Achiv, except for it's not all fifteen cases. Aval Aishis Achiv Shaloyba Olamo. That means the brother wasn't that case of Reuven Shimon Levi. Levi wasn't born at the time that Reuven died. That case low. That's not applicable. That doesn't apply over here. That's not included in Rav Chia's statement when he says all of them. My time will help come. Kevan de Rabbi Shimon who de Mishkachis la Lerabanan lo Mishkachis la since that's a machlokus between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbanan the plukta lo Kamairi we don't we don't get involved with machlokusim it's not included in the case here. And then number three is Rav Safa Matakim he comes along and he explains Rav Chia as saying Af Eishes Achiv Shalohi Balalamo even the case of the wife's brother um, the the wife of one's brother that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, Shem. 
meaning the Reuven Shimon Levi Kesar Levi wasn't born at the time Reuven died. You could find that the case would work with six brothers, the Alibid Rabbi Shimon, and it goes according to the world of Rabbi Shimon. When Rav Chia says that this can apply to all 15 cases, it takes it straight up, literally all 15 cases. Even though one of the cases has a machlokas. Now the way that Rav Safra is learning, says Rashi now, And he said, with all of them, and I, I, I say this rule, does deal with He's going on our Mishnah. So why was Rebbe so hard on Levi when he is showing that our Mishnah is not dealing with any Machloksim? Answers the Gemara, Ella Larebi, Haniklali Lesley. He doesn't hold of it. Rashi changes the gear. So Larebi, Lesley, Haniklali, says Rashi. Lesley, Haniklali, Rav Chia. Hilkach, he doesn't hold of Rav Chia's statement that says it applies to all 15 cases. Lo mukmi mastisim, but plukta doesn't apply about Chloksim. Ella benolad, ulubesof yibim. Must be talking about a case where he was born. And then afterwards, there was yibim dam, ladivri akol, which works within the world of everyone. And that is why Rebbe was so hard on Levi. Okay, by the way, I didn't mention, there's a huge Rashi on Ahmed Bey's over there. Oh, I forgot the beep. Beep, Yud Ahmed Aleph. Um, anyway, so there's a huge Rashi on uh, on Tess Ahmed Bey's, which basically goes through all the cases, the 15 cases, and shows how it could be, be, be applied to the cases coming up in the Mishnah later on, Dav Chafav. Okay, my friends, we are going to stop over here, continue on Be'ez Hashem tomorrow with another answer uh, of Rebbe as per why it is he went so wild on Levi when he decided to say another case. Okay, until then, when I shall y'all, a great, great day.